Okay. So, when we talk about Mashiach, we are referring to, generally we're referring to Mashiach ben David. That's the one who we're waiting for. That's, he's the one who's going to bring the Gula. Mashiach ben David. Mashiach, the son of David, who comes from King David. However, um, everybody, most of us have heard of someone called Mashiach ben Yasef. Mashiach, the son of Yasef. And most of us have heard that, that Mashiach ben Yosef is going to come. Mashiach ben Yasef. Mashiach, the son of Yasef is going to come before Mashiach ben David. And he'll, he'll prepare the way, and something's going to happen to him. Oh, he'll die, or he'll be killed. So we're, let's get that clear. Even though it's not necessarily so clear, <laughs> we're not going to have it clear. But let's have, at least understand, have confidence. If we're not clear about it, at least let's be confident about that too. Now, what's the, the basic idea of Mashiach ben David versus Mashiach ben Yasef goes back to the time right after Shlema HaMelech, when... Uh, when, when the kingdom split, his son was Rechavam, the son of King Solomon was Rechavam, and he made certain decisions which angered um, a lot of Yidin. He wanted to raise the taxes, he wanted to be crueler. The older uh, the, uh, the advisors, the senior advisors of, of, Shlem, of, of his father, um, Shleim HaMelech, um, advised against that. They said, now, you let, now that you're established because of your father, so you don't, you don't need as much taxes, you don't need to be so strict. But he had a younger group, um, younger advisors that were more ambitious, and, you know, and, and, they, and, and, they made, and they made those kind of decisions tough, strong decisions. No, just get more powerful. Whatever your father did, do, do, do even more, do stronger. And so it gave the opportunity for someone called Yeravam, who was already a hidden rebel, uh, already in the time of Shlomo Melech, he ran away. He was scared of Shlomo Melech. He ran to Mitzrayim for many years. Now we now we gave him a chance to come back. And the the Yidden who wanted who wanted to separate from Rechavam appointed Yidavam from from Shevet Ephraim to be their king. So he came from Yasef, and so there there became a split, and he became his own king. And then he caught in order to keep the Yidden from getting attracted back to the kingdom of Yehuda which was the dominating kingdom, and they were the ones who dominated the Mesa Mikdash. It was in their chilek, between Yamin and Yehuda. And they were only kings, the Torah says only the kings of Yehuda could sit in, in, the, in the Azara. Remember that in the they only, only They could sit in the Azara. And if he would have to stand there next to the king of Yehuda, then it would, be, it would lower him, it would degrade him. And they would recognize, hey, two kings, doesn't make sense. It must be the, the king of Yehuda is a real king. And so he'd lose his kingdom. And in fact... Not only he'll, might, will he lose his kingdom, he may even lose his head. So he, he kept it separate, and he made his own temple for Avedah Zara, and he, and, he, and he blocked the road so that he can't go to the base of Mikdash. And so ever since then, there was this separation between Yehuda and Yisrael, or Yehuda and Yasef, because always the kings that... They, they, they changed from Ephraim to Menashe, and there were wars between them, there were re- re- revolts. There was, it was, it was a whole history on that. But always the kings of Yisrael, of the ten tribes, the Aseras Ashvatim, uh, were from Shevet Yasef. The Shvatim of Yasef, Ephraim and Menashe. And also, and their kingdom was based in Shemrain, mainly. So therefore it's called Machl, the kingdom of Shemrain. Shemrain refers to the ten tribes. So now, when so now in the time of the future Gula, you have also this difference. You have this Mashiach ben Yasef, because the, the fact is that the kingdom of the fact that the ten Shvatim have this kingdom 
came from something. It came from the, the schus and the power that Yosef had. Yosef was a melech in Mitzrayim. So, really, the story that I... Go, go, it doesn't just go back to the split after Shlema Melech. It goes back to Yosef being a king of Mitzrayim. And at the same time, we know Yehuda had this dominating rulership of, of, of Eden. And he was benched by, ya- by Yaakov and by Meisha Rabbeinu to be the king. At the same time, Yosef also had his rulership. So they're both God-given, and they both have, and, 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 and especially the way Chassidus explains, how each one has their power, a very ruchnistic power, which each one has independently, but then, ultimately, when Mashiach comes, it'll be united. Um, and Baruchnius, they each contribute to each other, especially as a preparation for Mashiach's coming. So before Mashiach comes, you'll have Mashiach ben Yasef. He'll do the first preparation, and then, and then it'll finalize with the kingdom of Mashiach ben David. He will be the ultimate kingdom, the ultimate kingship. In other words, he'll be riding on the Mashiach ben, Mashiach ben Yasef. Not Mashiach, riding physically. I mean, he'll be. He'll be bent, he'll, he'll, Mashiach ben Yosef will, will reach us, will develop us to a point where we'll finally have the climax of kingdom with Mashiach ben David, who was from Shevet Yehuda. Okay, so the sources that we're looking at now are telling us that he will be killed by Goyim. He'll be fighting the nations, like we see already, as, as we'll speak in the Rambam, as we'll see in the Rambam, Right, that the Mashiach ben David will also fight the Goyim. So first, Mashiach ben Yosef will be fighting the Goyim. However, at some point, he'll be killed, and then Mashiach ben David will rule next, and he will win the wars completely and bring the Geula. The Gemara brings a, there's a pasuk brings a pasuk in Zechariah. It says, "V'saf ta'aretz mishpachis mishpachis mishpachis." The earth will mourn. Right, we'll eulogize families and families. In other words, we'll all be eulogizing. The Gemara says this goes on Mashiach. I mean, it could have been anything at any time, but it's a future prophecy going on Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef will be killed, and the, and the Eden will be mourning. And then, what's going to happen is the Gemara continues that the Eibushter says to the next Mashiach, who's Mashiach ben David, a pasuk in Tilim, shall me many. Ask, ask me, ask me any request, I will give the nations as your inheritance. In other words, you'll be victorious over them. Oh yeah, but does that mean he'll be victorious to the very end? Totally victorious. victorious. Well, Mashiach was still concerned. He saw how Mashiach ben Yasef was killed, and he's going to say to the Ebishter, Rebbeinu Shalelam, Eini Mevakish Mimcha Elachayim. It's... You want me to win, you want me to, to inherit nations and lands, but what's the point if at the end I will also die? All I want is life. Uh, a simple life, but life. Some, a lot of kings, they'll, 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 they want victory, right? Like, like Napoleon. They, their, their desire, their, their lust for victory, is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really, it's, it's, a, it's a nature of a king. It's really it's a trait that belongs to a king, but they'll risk their lives, and they know that the chance to lose one day is very is, is pretty high. But they're willing to take that huge risk because they want power, they want to conquer more. Mashiach ben David was wiser, and he says, "Abishter, that's not what I want. I just want life, simple, plain life. That's that's more important than anything else. I don't need to desire power and win." However, the Ebershters, you know, will, will, promises him and will grant him total success. 
he will live. And you find a hint to both, Mashi- to both Mashiachs in the Tefillah of Chana. She says, when she praises the Ebrish, after she, after she has her, ba- her, her child, Shmuel, and she says over there, at, at the last Pasuk of her, her, her Tefillah of Yitin Eizla Malkai, he should give strength to his kingdom, to his king. He will give strength to his king, and he will raise the horn, meaning the strength and the glory of his Mashiach. The first part, giving strength to his king, goes on Mashiach ben Yosef, and the second part of the pasuk, v'yadim karen Mashiachai, this is the ultimate victory of Mashiach ben David. As we see in the Rambam, we know that already, that we're not going to know how, we'll, how things will unfold until they actually take place. So, here as well, there are certain things that are clear halacha. Like we see the Rambam says things that are very confidently, very clearly. And those are the things that we do know what will happen. But other things, the things that the Rambam doesn't say, and there are things that the Rambam clearly says we don't know how, we'll take, how, they, how they will take place. Those may have been said, many of these midrashim and beautiful Mamari Chazal were, were, were likely, many of them could, have been, could just be a mushal, could just be a, an example, a parable, but not in the literal sense, in a physical literal sense. So the Ramam doesn't talk about Mashiach ben Yasef. So therefore, his, the whole idea of what's going to happen with him, when and how, is, is a mystery. Mostly a mystery. So here's a very interesting um, point already from the Reb Sadiq Goin. He was before the Rambam. And he already says that it doesn't have to be that Mirshiach ben Yasef will really come, literally. That there will be a, 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 a king, an individual king called Mashiach ben Yasef who will come. It really depends. In other words, it can, may not actually happen. Oh, it may not actually take what, place. What did you oh, there we go. That's it. You said it even before I, I started. It, if the Yidin will do tshuva, will deserve, then we'll get Mashiach ben David right away. We won't have to go through the uh, right the trauma okay. of what's going to happen with Mashiach ben Yosef. Because Mashiach ben Yosef is going to have a lot of wars, and there will be, a, and, and he'll be killed. There will, there will be a defeat before the final victory. But if we, so if we the tshuva, we won't have to go through that. Now that doesn't mean that there won't be a Mashiach ben Yosef. It could be if we do tshuva and we deserve, Mashiach ben Yosef will come, will be revealed. What, what will he? What will he? What will he come? He will come, but he will. He won't be. He won't have to precede Mashiach ben David. He'll come together with Mashiach ben David, and well, not necessarily. He can come before Mashiach ben David, but he, right? He'll be the shliach Mashiach ben David. He'll prepare the way. In other words, Mashiach ben David, whether he'll be physically alive or not, hidden, or maybe before he's alive. So maybe in a spiritual, maybe it'll be in a spiritual way, but he'll be sent by Mashiach ben David, 
is anyways a spiritual way because if it's a system, it's a, it's, it's it's divine orchestrated. But over here, it'll come. It'll be more obvious that Mashiach is. They're working together. Mashiach sends him first to prepare the way, and then he's he's not. He knows he's not the ultimate king. We, in other words, we don't see him as the ultimate king. We know that he's. He's here on the behest of Mashiach ben David, and he will prepare the way. He'll do step one, and then Mashiach ben David will come and do the the, the, the final work, the ultimate, um, perfect, you know, and finalize the, the, the process. Okay, it's not over yet. There are other explanations. Some say that Mashiach ben David is not a person. Um, Mashiach ben Yosef, what did I say? David. Okay, Mashiach ben Yosef is not a person. He is, this This refers to, let's finish after this so we can go to the next. This, he, uh, Mashiach ben Yosef is, is, is referring to all the tzaddikim and all the Jewish leaders that passed away al-Kiddush Hashem during Golos. In other words, they were killed by Goyim. They were killed by our enemies who tried to, who, who, right, who tried to convert Yidin, who, um, so all those who died al-Kiddush Hashem, in other words, that's the idea of Mashiach ben David being killed. He's killed by our enemies all throughout Godless, it's not one person, and all that is dischus, that, will, that prepares the way for Mashiach ben David. Otherwise, the Yidden, through that, we become purified and we reach a level that we deserve the ultimate Mashiach. According Wait, to... Always about what we have. One second, one second, let me just... Uh... Well, when we do, when we act, we have to... Why is it always, you know... It's what always we do. Just, yeah. Um... The whole idea of the Gili of Mashiach is that that it comes through our al yudeima sein of avaydi sein of kol man kol meshachz managalus. In other words, it permeates our being. We have to deserve it, not just deserve it. Okay, the Abish is happy to give it to us, but we have to elevate and purify our our our, our system, our entire system, also begashmius. So that we so that we become a keli for this ultimate gula mashiach, keli mashiach. So if we don't deserve it, it's just a it's just a reward. We didn't we don't earn it, then it doesn't it doesn't actually reach. It seems like very, a step, essence. you know. Always trying to get. We're, we're always missing the. Uh, we're always like we're almost there, but. We... Right. I know there. I right. said that uh, you know the mitzvahs have already done. He's been gone so far as polish the buttons. Right. The only answer to that is we have uh, we have an infinite emuna. That was way back. Yeah. In We have infinite emuna, and not only emuna bechlal, but also in a way of simcha. That while we're broken, we're kasis, we're broken. I mean, in galus, and it's, it's, it's especially that it's shopping and schlepping infinitely. And so, without alpiseichel doesn't make sense. We should give up, but inside emuna we don't. And not only do that, but we not only stamamuna, but even of simcha. We're we're confident and we're sure and we're happy. Thank God you're here. That we have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. literally have to learn new ways. Of the we're happy. We're happy about the, 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 the We're happy that it's going to happen, even though it's, yeah, no, even though it doesn't make any sense. The, there is a tradition. 
this is going even further. There is a tradition that is uh, that by the students of the Baal Shem Tev that that uh, like as, like this a connection to what you were saying. Had Mashiach come hundreds of years ago, we would have had to, we would have had to go through this era of Mashiach ben Yosef um, and, and, the, and the trauma, and then we would ha- we would we would we would be ready for Mashiach ben David. However, you know what? You know, you know, you know, how, with with everything, considering everything that's happened through Gaulus, the the Crusades, the communities dying, getting killed, Akedat Hashem, all the sufferings, all the Maseras Nefesh, the Holocaust, etc. Now, this is Hashem was before the Holocaust, but now we have to apply it. The the the, the, the long Gaulus and all the tragedies that happened to the Yidin already precluded. The war of Goyg and Magig, so the, this, this terrible war of Goyg and Magig is not going to happen, because it was all that, all, all that suffering was spread out already in the past hundreds of years of Gullus, more than hundreds of years, and so we're not going to either have the death of Mashiach and Yosef, which is connected to the Machama of Goyg and Magig. And so we happened, we went through the idea of Gagamagag, we went through Meshach ben Yasef, and all we need now is the wonderful, pleasant, beautiful re- re- revelation, even miraculous revelation of Meshach ben David. Amen.